Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now it's time to get to work. Adam, just like everyone else, we're trying to comprehend this crazy day and to give listeners an idea of how crazy it was when they listen to this it will be Groundhog's Day and Puxatani Phil died that's how crazy the news cycle was on Tuesday listen if Punxsutawney Phil is dead I think it means that we never get to spring like if he sees his shadow, I don't know what the what the order is. If he sees his shadow, we don't have spring for a while. And if he doesn't see his shadow, then we get spring sooner. But if he's dead, he can't see his shadow because all, all he stuck sees in the is north. shadow. And we're all just stuck, right? Yeah, we're all stuck in the north. So it's we're just locked in winter forever. Actually, it's funny that you say that because here in Illinois where I live, there's a gigantic snowstorm that has already closed schools for tomorrow, which means I'm working from home. Yay. Fantastic stuff. I, I mean, here we go. This show, I'm just going to, can I just warn the people who are about to listen to this? However many minutes we get through here, this show is about to bounce all over like a racquetball in a racquetball court with 94 racquetball players, which I guess would probably mean it wouldn't bounce all over the place. It would be stuck, right? Too many players. It's going it's, to – we're going all over the place. This is going to get nuts. Like the news cycle on Tuesday. 
So let's start off with the news that first dropped, and that is the Broncos are officially up for sale. Yay! Finally. It's about I mean, time. We've that, been saying that, this for a long time, though. Like, And it needs to happen. The right. fact that it's finally going to happen, and this franchise is finally going to be rid of Joe Ellis, is the best news this franchise has had in a long time. Because... Those listening know I have no love lost for Joe Ellis. They can't bleach his memory from Dove Valley soon enough. He needs to be forgotten into history and never to be remembered. Well, as a history teacher, let me just point out that we should always remember Joe Ellis so that we never repeat the mistakes of the past, uh, which is why we teach horrible things to people so that they won't do horrible things. And so let's always remember the awfulness that was Joe Ellis as he leaves the building, hopefully with the door hitting him where he's been splitted, And uh, we say adios to what is essentially the worst person in the history of the Denver Broncos franchise. I feel like I can say that. And yeah. that includes out a doubt that includes Josh McDaniels thinking, think about that. I am, I am saying well, who hired Josh McDaniels. There you go. There it is. The person who brought you Josh McDaniels is now leaving for wherever the heck it is that he's going to go. Hopefully not in Denver and not, you, you go away. Right. I think is, and he's not going to stay in Denver. He's I not. Sure well, I hope not. Is he even welcome in Denver? I mean, think about no, the, he shouldn't be, but, but that's what I'm asking. Like uh, he, there's no way he's welcome in the city of Denver by people from, Colorado by Bronco fans. There's no way Broncos country is welcoming Joe Ellis and his business and who he is to the Denver. I'm not going to Joe Ellis's steakhouse when I, when I come to Denver, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll go to Shanahan's. I'm not going to Joe Ellis's steakhouse, which would probably be garbage anyway. It probably cooked in a microwave and served with ketchup a la Patrick Mahomes. And then comes the news of a long time in the National Football League. And we won't get into all of it, but Brian Flores brought a 50-page complaint in New York against the National Football League. And we won't get into that. The Broncos were mentioned because of well, what no, he let's called get a into sh- it. Well, I was more talking about the Broncos. It, it doesn't really feel like this is the time to talk about the Brian Flores thing. Cause I haven't really had the time to go through the complaint and read it myself. Sure. But in terms of the Broncos, they were mentioned in the complaint because of what he felt, what he felt and said was a sham interview when he interviewed for the job in 2019, when he was a new England Patriots defensive coordinator, what he alleges is that John Elway and Joe Ellis, for those who haven't, seen it or heard it showed up over an hour late were disheveled and noticeably hung over and if there isn't a metaphor for how the broncos have been run the last six years it's that yeah i, I here's here's what i'll say let's avoid the 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 lawsuit portion of it i think you're right to say that there's there's a lot that that needs to be hashed out these reports, as far as we know them, are fairly fresh. But I, I do think that it's fair for us to talk about where it comes from. 
However, yeah, that's as fair. I think that it's easier for us to start from the point of view of a Bronco fan, someone who grew up rooting for the Denver Broncos, loving John Elway. Uh, you know, the '80s and '90s were were a wonderful time for for us, right? I mean, well, the '80s were a little rough, but the '90s ended up being wonderful, right? It was great. It ends on a high note. Elway rides off into the sunset. He probably should have stayed in the sunset knowing what we know now. Uh, although, then do we get Manning? I don't want to get into that revisionist history stuff. However, I did say to you before we started recording, never meet your heroes. And one of the things that uh, this has done, doing this podcast, writing for Mile High Report, and really focusing on some of the the, the, the minutia of things and knowing some things that uh, I, I wouldn't have known otherwise it takes away some of that shiny veneer that you get on a guy like John Elway. I loved John Elway as a kid, and I and I still love the player that John Elway was and will always say that on my Mount Rushmore goes John Elway as quarterbacks go, right? When you do the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks, to me, he belongs on that Mount Rushmore. And the NFL Top 100 backed that up. Absolutely. Since he was one of the quarterbacks on the list. There you go. But the point that we've come to with Elway is kind of like the point we've come to with Joe Ellis. Although with Joe Ellis, it was much easier to get to this point. We hated that guy. I'm not going to say I hate John Elway, but I'm disappointed in John Elway. I'm disappointed in the person that he has become since the 2015 Super Bowl. And I'm only going to go back that far because that's, I think that's all I really need to do. And what we have seen from him has been lackluster at best. I I think the last couple of years started to get better for Elway. I don't know why. A lot of this uh, industry is luck. But the other thing that it really points to to me, and I'm sure that there are people out there who will disagree with this, but it points to the good old boyness of the NFL and how once you're in, you're kind of set and you're not really going to go anywhere. And you kind of have... As we've said with Joe Ellis in the past, your ticket is paid for. You have, you are on the train, and you don't have to worry about anything. And Joe Ellis set that up for himself, and John Elway has sort of ridden on that train for long enough. The allegations of him arriving to a, a, an interview with Brian Flores, disheveled and hungover, uh, if the, those allegations are true, A, I don't think it would surprise me because – I think we all know that John Elway is a guy who likes to have a good time, and we've we've seen many uh, many times over the course of the last few years images and videos and and stories of John Elway out on the town, and you know the old "good for you" gif comes to mind, and the riding by on the scooter, and you, you kind of know what you're getting with John Elway. I'm not going to speak to the to the racial aspect of it. That's something for a, a different podcast when we know more about it. But the unprofessionalism that it alleges is what is disappointing. And for for me, knowing the greatness that was John Elway as a player, and quite frankly, what he was able to do as an executive, bringing in Peyton Manning and building uh, a team that went to two Super Bowls. Maybe Peyton Manning was the reason. Think about what's going on in Tampa Bay right now with Tom Brady retiring. We haven't even talked about that. It shows How would you, you like that, by the way? <laughs> the it. greatest of all time announces his retirement and then 
the Broncos announced their sale, and then this Brian Flores lawsuit drops. It's just like I feel like I'm being like slammed with all kinds of stuff from all different directions. It's hard. I'm to I'm surprised keep up. we haven't gotten an Instagram post from Tom Brady that said, "Just kidding, I'm coming back." Oh, I can't wait. And then Rob Gronkowski's like, "I'm not retiring either because you know he'll only play for Tom or whatever." But it's the disappointment in the professionalism that you expect. I don't care. I honestly don't care if they went into the Brian Flores interview, knowing that they weren't going to hire him, knowing that they had their guy, they knew what they wanted to do. And this interview was a, a, a hoop. They had to jump through. I think that's a problem with the NFL and the way they have things set up my issue with it. And I think everybody's issue with it. Uh, on the surface level before we really start digging into it is the unprofessionalism is the fact that you would represent this franchise that means so much to so many people, because this is a franchise that has been a part of my life since as long as I can remember that you would represent them to other people in this manner and show that you really don't care. That bothers me. That upsets me. That's the thing that makes me look at John Elway and think, you know what, buddy? Go away. Go to Tahoe with your Raider cheerleader girlfriend and do whatever it is that you're going to do, but you do not need to be in the building anymore because that is not the culture or environment that I want from the people that work at Dove Valley who are building a team that I want to be successful. You're not making them successful, and you're actually hurting things along the way. Adios. Go away. Goodbye. I think the other thing it's it does to me and what irritates and pisses me off is both of these guys knew Pat Bolin. They knew what he stood for. They knew what this franchise meant to him. And this is how you honor his legacy. Now, obviously, they're allegations. And the Broncos obviously sent out their statement saying that they it's not it's it's not true. And then they include what which was interesting, a PR statement from Brian Flores when he coached the Dolphins mm-hmm. as some sort of evidence that Actually, the interview process was great because he gave a PR statement to the Denver media. What else is Flores going to say in that situation? Actually, L.A. and Ellis showed up an hour late and were hung over. It was a horrible situation. Yeah, that seems like a PR nightmare for him and the Dolphins. So what else is he going to say? But the image that this portrays of Ellis and Elway is they didn't care about the legacy of Pat Bowen. And that's what bothers me. Because both of these guys worked for and knew him. And this is what they do to his organization that he loved so much that he put his life for. The Broncos were his life. And that's how they re- that's how they honor his legacy by showing up to an interview an hour late, disheveled, and hung over? That's how you honor the legacy of a man you claim was so important to you. 
that you can't put the respect to the franchise that he put to you. That's what bothers me about it. And that's why both of them need to go away. Yeah, it's time. It's time. And, and you know, the other thing about it, and, and it's, as you have said, and we've both said over and over again, we know that the sale is coming. We've known that the sale was coming for a long time. We've had, uh, I think you said three years, and I, I'm like, wow, has it really been three years? I guess it has. Three years now, we have had at least an idea of what was going to happen. And that idea was that they're probably going to have to sell, right? We kind of knew what was going on and it just became more and more evident as time went on. Now we have the news that it's going to happen and, and it can't happen any faster because we need it to happen as quickly as possible so that we, so that we as fans can move on and the franchise can move on because there needs to be fresh blood. There needs to be a, a, a turning over of a, of a new era in Broncos country. The era that we are coming out of is, is one that is it's the, it's the after effects of the, of the Pat Bowlen Broncos, right? There, there are no more Pat Bowlen Broncos because I don't think anybody on the team other than Brandon McManus even played for Pat Bowlen or knew Pat Bowlen. And quite frankly, when Brandon McManus showed up, I'm not, I don't know that Pat Bolin really knew who he was. And that's a sad thing to have to say because Alzheimer's is awful and we all know that. But as a fan, it has come to the point now where we know it's just time for it's time for a fresh start. New ownership does that. It it might take five years or ten years for the new ownership effects to really be felt, or it could be instantaneous, but it needs to start. And we got the news that they're selling that the the sale that they are for sale. It's official. The for sale sign is out there, and somebody's going to buy them. I don't know who. I I can't even speculate. I know there's lots of billionaires out there. Oh well, there's only a few billionaires out there, but there's enough that uh, you know, whoever it is, they'll fit in just fine. I'm sure with the good old boys club that is the NFL. And you mentioned it. This is the best news possible. The fact that we got the news of the complaint filed by Robert Flores sandwiched with the news that the Broncos are officially up for sale, that's the best news possible because that's going to bring the needed change that this franchise needs. And it's finally going to happen. And you mentioned the billionaires. There's been a lot of speculation on who the buyer will be and there was some about denver billionaire robert f smith well his people came out and told mike Kliss and woody page that he's not interested he will not be bidding on the broncos so that is one local billionaire at least who is not interested what's going to be very very interesting is it's no secret the NFL wants Jeff Bezos. We have talked about this ad nauseum. I would not be surprised at all if Roger Goodell and Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, Stan Kroenke, some of the other bigwig NFL owners basically got on their knees and begged Jeff Bezos to buy the Broncos because they want Amazon. They want Amazon and they want the Amazon influence for the National Football League. 
and they want the Jeff Bezos money. That's just me. That's my speculation. We have no idea who is interested, who is, who's going to put up bids. I think this news today of John Elway yeah, ends his pitch that he's been doing the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, basically begging people to include me in your ownership stake so I can have a role. Hopefully that ends this. Yeah, but he's, it, he's out. It's going to be interesting. It is. I was. I was just going to say that. I think Elway, uh, at, from this point forward, is is sort of he's an untouchable at this point for uh, any group that is trying to put together a bid. It does open the door even more for a Peyton Manning led group, not led, but just a Peyton Manning fronted group because obviously Peyton Manning doesn't have the money. Um, but which is saying something because he has a lot <laughs> how of much money. money he has. Uh, that makes me feel a little icky. Uh, But I do think, I think you're right. It will be somebody with a lot of influence. I don't know who it will be. I I don't know. To me, it feels like Jeff Bezos might just be happy with creating some sort of deal with, with the NFL to have uh, what direct TV has right now and be able to broadcast the games. And you could, instead of paying direct TV for you know, your NFL Sunday ticket, you pay Amazon because I'm sure that, a lot of people would be more than willing to do that. I would. I never wanted a satellite on my house, so I never got DirecTV, but I've already got Amazon, so I might as well uh, you know, throw in a few extra bucks. I'm sure it'll be more than a few. And then I can then I don't have to worry about, you know, how am I gonna watch the Broncos every Sunday. So he also may be holding out for the Los Angeles Chargers. Exactly, because there is possibility there that uh, what's With his name? Sp- Spanos, Spanos and the Spanos yeah. family. The Spanos family may choose to sell, and and are they probably will? I would assume at some point. It's going to be interesting to see what happens over the course of the next year or two with ownership in the NFL. And the Denver Broncos, I think, are the first shoe to drop in this sort of movement of where new owners are going to come from. I know that the the Panthers recently got new owners. I know that 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 is something that uh you know was it the was it the Bills that got new owners recently as well? I mean there's a, yep. a few few franchises that Pagula got new owners. Yeah. And Dave Tepper bought the Panthers. Well, I will say it's not going to be a group. The NFL wants a single majority owner. That's what the NFL wants. They don't want a group of people. They don't want a conglomerate to come together and it's three or four people, they want one majority owner. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be one person who can put up at least 30%. I would say they want someone who's going to be able to put up more than that, over 50%, if not more than that. They want one majority owner. They do not want a group. Yeah, and I think that that fits the the model that the NFL has set forth. I, I know that... They probably don't like what's going on with, you know, as far as the Green Bay Packers. I think it's the one franchise that they they wish they could figure out a way to get around whatever it is that Green Bay has going on, but it doesn't actually affect them negatively all that much, and so they probably just let it go. Uh, and the Green Bay Packers are probably the last sports franchise in major sports that you will ever see that have ownership that is also uh, partly fan funded directly. Like I, I know people who own shares of the green Bay Packers, that kind of thing. So, uh, well, that's more of like a, there's not really, oh, any, no. it's not like no, a true no ownership. I certainly, yeah, there's no power in it. You just it's, get to, it's, just, it's something that you can put just, in your man. It's, cave it's you say, know what? It's kind of like, it's kind of like owning a star. Have you ever like had people like, Oh, I bought a star. Oh, you bought a star. Did you, you, you 
sent somebody some money and they sent you a certificate and it said you owned like the star like that's right next to that star and they gave you coordinates that's that's cute that's fantastic same thing it's literally the same thing probably yes. so that's maybe it's probably the same company that maybe that's how the packers make all their money is by selling stars to people and shares that don't actually exist because why not right and that seems like a great segue oh good you mentioned we have no idea who the owner of the Broncos is going to be. We have no idea what trajectory they're going to go on. We know that they have a new head coach in Nathaniel Haggett. I'm not going to do the raw, raw stuff. The The videos are, they're cute. It's fine. I, Whatever. We're, we're on six years of the Broncos not playing in the playoffs. <laughs> we're on five years of them not having a winning season. Yeah, this is, it's proven. I, I don't care about the raw, raw BS. Yeah. We're beyond that. Win on the field. I'm tired of winning news conferences. If there is a more useless win, I don't know of it. Win on the field. Then I will get excited. Until then, shut the F up and get to work. There is one way the Broncos can win, though. They need to go all in on getting a quarterback. And whether that's Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers, who has a connection to Nathaniel Hackett, as everyone knows, Aaron Rodgers loves Nathaniel Hackett. He has said so in the media. Or if it's another route. I, I think that it's sort of an interesting look at who in the NFL, like we sit here and we talk about the Broncos and they'd be a great fit for Aaron Rodgers, and I believe they would because of the talent that the Broncos have. You've got Cortland Sutton, you've got Tim Patrick, you've got Jerry Judy, you've got Noah Fant, who I think when you use correctly, and Pat Shermer didn't ever do that, can be a star tied end in the NFL. You've got I will Jim add real quick, there's also talk of bringing Devontae Adams with Aaron sure, Rodgers. which means so maybe you, you add him... Maybe you lose one of those other guys, but you get Devontae Adams, and that's likely Jerry Judy. Probably, and that's fine. I don't care. Devontae Adams is like right with, I mean, he's right with Cooper Cup. Yeah. Here's the thing I like Jerry Judy, and I like the potential of Jerry Judy, but if you told me I could get Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in exchange for Jerry Judy and some picks, yes, I would do that. I I would have already done it. Yeah. I was thinking more about how emphatic do I want to be with this yes, because it's obviously a yes. And I would say, is that Javante all? Williams sure you don't is want, back there. Do you yeah. want something else? Yeah, no. I mean, can yeah. we throw in somebody else? Yeah. Any, can any, we throw in Joe Ellis? How about Joe Ellis? Would you like Joe Ellis? Would you like a, would you like a, a slightly used John Elway? Uh, <laughs> they probably wouldn't after uh, losing to him in the Super Bowl. I, the, the talent level is there for the Broncos to be successful with a good quarterback. And, and we see this all over the NFL. Who are the teams that are winning and getting to the playoffs and having an impact. It's teams with good with good quarterbacks. I, I I know that QB wins aren't a thing. I don't want to go over the QB wins thing again. I think that that's silly, and it and I understand that some people don't don't like it, and some people do. The fact is, it's QB it's it's a QB league, and if you have a good quarterback, you have a better chance at winning football games. Whether that translates to you should have wins as a stat doesn't matter to me. What I know is, if you have a good quarterback, you have a better chance of winning, and. Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. How much longer he's going to be a good quarterback for? I don't know. That Father Time wins every single competition he's ever been in, 
and he even beat Tom Brady recently. So I, I don't well, know. Tom how, Brady is 45 or 44. Was he 44 now or something like that? Who cares? Uh, goodbye, Tom. But it's a situation where with the talent level that the Broncos have, and you, you make a good point, a quarterback, go big on a quarterback. Russell Wilson's out there possibly. You've you've got you've got other quarterbacks that you could potentially go for. I guess maybe I'm really worried about Kirk Cousins becoming available, but I don't want to talk about that right now. I actually I I I don't think Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to be the next quarterback in Tampa Bay. That's and that I think is a, is, is there, certainly a possibility. There is a quarterback that could be a very very real possibility here in Denver. If it's not Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, I'm all Jimmy ears. Garoppolo. Yeah, Jimmy G. Okay, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't say that. And there was a funny clip of on Saturday Night Live, and I can't remember the actress. She was on screen. Drew Barrymore. There you go. Drew Barrymore is hosting Saturday Night Live, and it's a funny clip. And it's it, it, it's the clip, and it said Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's Drew Barrymore saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, the very sexy garbage." <laughs> That's very good. I like that. Uh, I do think, though, and just to kind of go back to Aaron Rodgers, obviously the Green Bay Packers cap situation is is not great. They are, what is it, $46 million over the cap? Something like some ridiculous number. Yep. They're going they to have to move people. And Aaron Rodgers has a big contract and is movable. Uh, they And they, they have to be under that cap to tag Devontae Adams. There's There's a lot going There's just a lot going on there. There's a ton of smoke again, but here's what I will say. I We got burned before. We were, I think, overly certain at this point. I think, in fact, I know we were overly certain because it didn't happen. But come draft night last season, at the start of last season, we knew Aaron Rodgers was going to get traded to the Broncos. Like, it was a done deal. And then it wasn't a done deal anymore. And then maybe it was going to happen. And then it never happened. And he goes back and essentially puts himself back in the MVP race playing for Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers on this team turns this offense into a very, very, very good offense. What it does to the defense with the changing of defensive scheme, I don't know. But I would take that. I would take that in a heartbeat. I am also someone who is not going to... (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and tell you I think it's going to happen because I keep saying... You don't get rid of a franchise quarterback, and I will stick to that until I see a, a team like Green Bay or Seattle choose to move on from the best player on their team and the best player that gives them the best option to win every week. Until they decide to move on from that player, I won't believe that there's a franchise out there that will move on from that player. I know that you could talk about, well, what happened with New England and, and Tom Brady. Tom Brady chose to leave. And he went and won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay and then couldn't get it done in the second year and he got tired and decided to go home. Good for him. Congratulations on a wonderful career. I won't miss you while you're gone. Aaron Rodgers, I think, has something to prove. I think he really understands that his legacy is now tied to the success of whichever team he plays for the rest of his career, whether that's Green Bay, Denver, or whoever else it might be. He knows he's got to win a Super Bowl. He knows it. Otherwise, what are you? What are you? If you're if you're Aaron Rodgers and you've won one Super Bowl in your career, 
There's a lot of guys out there that have won one Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer comes to mind. Rob Johnson. I mean, what are you? One Super Bowl. And the sports books have taken notice. Kim Pomponio, the new managing editor at PlayColorado.com, has a story up right now that says the Broncos have the eighth best Super Bowl odds. Eighth best Super Bowl odds. They're plus 1,500 at DraftKings right now to win the Super Bowl. And they don't have a quarterback yet because it's because of the speculation. They're trying to not have what happened in the draft last year where they were plus over plus 6,000. I know. And I then mean, they I had to drop to bet. it. <laughs> I did too. They had to drop them to plus 1,000 because of the huge liability that they had because of that speculation. They're trying to get in front of it now. So if the Broncos do get Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to have that huge liability again. I mean, it, you can see it. They're bracing for that move to happen. They don't, obviously they don't know more than we do, even though there's that old adage that Vegas always knows, but it's because of the liability that they would face if the Broncos did get Aaron Rodgers and they had them at plus 6,000, which is what they would be at. What's fascinating is they're above the Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans, the New England Patriots, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are at plus 2,500. The Broncos are a full 1,000 points higher or lower. I've been covering this business for two years, and I still don't know. I guess it's lower? They have, they have, uh, they're, they're better odds. Yes. <laughs> or worse odds. Or worse odds. I don't know. I don't, but we whatever. still don't know. But the Chargers are at plus 2,500 with Justin Herbert. The Broncos are at plus 1,500 with no quarterback. Well, technically, isn't the quarterback that they currently have on the roster Drew Locke? Technically? I'm just saying technically. But, it's a technicality, but it's still technically. 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 So, yeah, it's, the, the NFL is, is like you said, there's just the, the NFL is crazy right now. There's all kinds of crazy news stories going on. There's speculation about where Aaron Rodgers is going to go. There's speculation about uh, what's going to happen with the Broncos ownership group. We know that John Elway and, and uh, Joe Ellis are in a little bit of hot water, and who knows what the what the truth is behind those allegations, but there's all of that. And, they, and we still haven't even talked about Championship Sunday. Like, we still haven't even gotten into the games yet because of all of the things that have been going on over the course of the last few days. And Punxsutawney Phil died. And that brings up the question. Others have asked it. It's the Rams and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. So, as I tweeted out, mile high salute to Vaughn Miller. Go win your second Super Bowl. And if you're looking for a potential, speaking of betting, if you're looking for great value at DraftKings right now, Vaughn Miller is plus 4,500 to win MVP. So a five dollar yeah. a five dollar bet would win over two hundred bucks. Just yeah, that would be fantastic. That would feel so good. I, but was what, are you happier that Von Miller made it back to the Super Bowl or the Chiefs losing? That's a, you know, and it, it's a great question. And and let's do this. Let's talk about 
what happened on Championship Sunday that led us to this point of being able to ask that question. And the 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 thing that you brought up to me, and I and we've seen it sort of since Championship Sunday. Obviously, what happened with the Rams was they they broke a streak of six losses in a row to the San Francisco 49ers. But if you look at what happened with the Bengals and the Chiefs, the Chiefs, for the second time this season, lost a big lead to the Bengals. But in this one, there was a moment in that game where everything seemed to turn. And it was on either a mistake by Andy Reid or a mistake by Patrick Mahomes or a mistake by both of them at the end of the first half. When a mistake, I'm fine with this mistake by both of them. Fantastic. Where they throw the little out pattern and then, and Eli to Tyreek Hill. Yeah. To Tyreek Hill and Eli Apple beats him like he's never mind. I'm going to stop there. And Eli from, Apple actually made a play, actually made a play, incredible. done it in a while. And actually gave his mom reason to actually boast about <laughs> that whole, whatever that is going on on Twitter between Eli Apple and his mom and Tyreek Hill and all. Of that. I was just like, I'm out of that one. That's too much beef for me. But they come something out this, Andy Reid has never said. Never once in his life. They come out in the second half, and as you pointed out, Patrick Mahomes was a very different quarterback of very the rest of the game. Very different. He's a yeah. And Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow. He's Joe Burrow. I mean, what do you, I he's he's Joe Cool 2.0. God, he is he is what we all thought Drew Locke might have been times 12 or something like that or however. I'll even take it a step further. He's everything that we were told Baker Mayfield is. Ooh, I like that. That's well, he and he is only and he taller, is. taller. He's all he's taller. That's not fair to and Baker. A, and he can actually play quarterback. And he can Yeah, he can actually throw a football to and He can actually right dance, people, you know. Yeah, I mean, you got to give him credit. Well, Baker can dance. Don't take his dancing. Yeah, hold on now. Hold on. I can hear Jeff already complaining at you about about getting upset, you know, getting on Baker for his dancing abilities. He's clearly one of the best dancing quarterbacks in the NFL. Let's not take that away from him. He's not a very good quarterback, but he's at least a good dancer. Man, we got duped on that one. Patrick Mahomes. Let's go back to Patty Mahomes here. Let's talk about Kermit the Frog a little bit. Patrick McGowan Holmes. Patrick McGowan. I love that. That was fantastic. Patrick Mahomes was a different quarterback in the second half. And I wonder, because I saw a tweet that said it, and it made me go, oh, I wonder if that's true. I can't remember who tweeted it out. Did he get chewed out at halftime to the point where he just lost all confidence in his abilities? Or was it just that what happened at the end of the half was such a shock that he he tightened up? I Because they were going to win that game. They were rolling. And they, they were blowing the Bengals out. It was done, and then it wasn't anymore. I, I, I That is one that makes me curious. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens going forward because we both went with the reverse psychology last week. Yes, we did. And saying that Patrick Mahomes was the greatest quarterback ever. Well, all time. Hopefully he's broke because I would love nothing more than to have the Kansas City Chiefs think they have this transcendent quarterback and then he gets broke like cam newton well you know and here's the thing i don't know if he's broken or not and i actually believe he's probably probably not probably gonna be okay i'm not have hope i'm not not gonna back off from my statement i the things i've seen him done definitely put him in that upper echelon but we have seen it before we have seen quarterbacks collapse a la cam newton as you said he's not the only one 
I mean, Kurt Warner, who's in the Hall of Fame, can we just say he collapsed for a while too and then had a resurgence at the end of his career with the with the Arizona Cardinals. But he he had a few good seasons with the Rams and then completely fell off. Remember, he even played for the Giants with Eli Manning. Remember that? And he wasn't great. So quarterbacking can go up and down, I'm sure, and we may be seeing a, a bit of a downturn for Mahomes for a little while. I, I think talent generally shows out, though, and I don't necessarily want to you know, wake a sleeping dragon and it is the year of the tiger, so I suppose it's the Bengals' year to go to the Super Bowl. But to answer your question, because it's a great question, in watching those two games, I thoroughly enjoyed watching the Chiefs lose. But the optimist in me, the person who loves people, and these that's not doesn't usually happen. I love Von Miller. And I love what he has been, what he was for the Denver Broncos. And so to me, Watching him get to another Super Bowl and get another chance, really. Get another chance at winning a ring, bringing a, a championship to a team that obviously traded for him, believing that he was a, a key piece to the puzzle. I would love to see that happen. I wouldn't be surprised whoever wins this game. It's not going to surprise me. But Von Miller winning another Super Bowl, getting to another Super Bowl, makes me happier than seeing Patrick Mahomes lose. And... That's how happy it makes me. And I and I agree with you because Von Miller isn't just there. He's having a huge impact on this Rams defense. He was in on the key play to seal the game for the Rams on that Jimmy Garoppolo well, he, interception. He turned Garoppolo around. So he he's doing what he did for the Broncos. And I think he's going to bring that kind of DeMarcus Ware influence to the Rams that DeMarcus Ware brought to the Broncos. The big difference is Von Miller has won a Super Bowl. So he's going to be able to bring that experience to Sean McVay and the Rams, who were there a couple of years ago in that god-awful Super Bowl with Maroon 5 at half at the, for the halftime show. Don't but worry. Sean McVay. This will be a better halftime show. Oh, it'll be. <laughs> I, I am. I may be looking forward to the halftime show I am. more than to the Super Bowl. I am. I'm a, look, I'm a 90s kid. Give me, give me West Coast rap every day and twice on Sunday and an entire halftime show in the Super Bowl, and I'm a happy kid. I know I'm your typical suburban white kid that listened to, to 90s rap, but hey, I'm okay with it. And the thing is, we finally have hope back in Broncos country because the Broncos are up for sale. Finally. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.